morning about the blood of Jesus. Amen. This month, our new sermon series, we're going to talk about the way. Amen. The way. What way are we talking about? The way of salvation. The way of Jesus Christ. Amen. The way to heaven. Amen. The way, amen, to the promises and the access to the, the benefits that come with being in relationship with God. Amen. The way that we get there is through the name of Jesus. It's through the life. It's through the birth. It's through the death. It's through the burial. It's through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. He is the way. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Jesus is the way. Amen. He is the way. And he said it. And he declared it in his word. I am the way. Amen. The truth. The life. Where is that? Amen. Where is that scripture? John 14 and 6. That's our theme for this month. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me or by me. Thank you, Lord. We thank God for that word from the Lord this morning. And how do we get there? We've got to start with Christ. And it starts with the blood. Somebody say the blood. Thank you, Jesus. The blood of Jesus. I want you to know this morning there is life in the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, there's a lot of things that we could talk about this morning, how to feel good, how to look good, amen, how to be good, amen. But we've got to start with Christ. We've got to start with his work, his blood, amen, amen. We've stopped talking about it. Because folk don't want to hear it. Amen. But this is the gospel. There's a lot of other things that are beneficial and useful. But we are not saved. Amen. If we're not saved, if we have not been converted, if we have not repented of our sins, we're not going nowhere. Praise the Lord. We've got to come to Jesus and not just come to him as just the passageway, but to stay with him and to stay in this way. Amen. It's one thing to come into it, but it's another thing to stay in it and stay with it. Praise God. So many have left the way. They've gone down other paths. But we understand that the way to life and eternal life is through the Son of God, Jesus Christ. And there is life this morning in the blood of Jesus. Now in Leviticus chapter 17, we find in the Old Testament, the pattern and the picture of Christ, and it's given to God's servant, Moses, starting at verse 1, Leviticus chapter 17. It says, the Lord gave to Moses these additional instructions, praise God, for Aaron and the priest and for all the people of Israel, and this is what the Lord commanded. Now, this was God's remedy for our sin. This was God's remedy. Keep that scripture up. Amen. This was the Lord's command. And it says in verse 2, it says, praise God. Go back to verse 2. Amen. Give the Lord, give the following instructions to Aaron and his sons and all the people of Israel this is what the Lord commanded. Go over to verse 3. Praise God. It says, if any native Israelite sacrifices a bull or a lamb or a goat anywhere inside or outside the camp, instead of bringing it to the entrance 
of the tabernacle to present it as an offering to the Lord, it says that person will be guilty as a murderer. Such a person has shed blood and will be cut off from the community. What cuts us off from God is sin. The wages of sin. Keep those scriptures up. Amen. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. And it says here that the purpose of this rule is to stop the Israelites from sacrificing animals in the open fields. It will ensure that they bring their sacrifices to the priests at the entrance of the tabernacle so he can present them to the Lord as peace offerings. Amen. Who wants peace from God today? It says, then the priests will be able to splatter the blood against the Lord's altar at the entrance of the tabernacle, the meeting place with God, and he will burn the fat as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Praise God. And the people must no longer be unfaithful to the Lord. Listen, God is calling for faithfulness. He's calling for holiness. He's calling us to live and calling for us to live in a way that's pleasing to him. And he doesn't want us to bring sacrifices to idols. This permanent law for them to be observed from generation to generation. This extends to us. Give them this command as well. If any native Israelite foreigner lives among you, offers a burnt offering or sacrifice, doesn't bring it to the entrance of the tabernacle to offer it to the Lord, that person will be cut off from the community. And if any native Israelite or foreigner living among you eats or drinks blood in any form, I'll turn against that person and cut him off from the community. For the life of the body is in the blood. And I have given you the blood on the altar to purify you. Listen, the blood has a purpose, and the blood's purpose is to purify us from sin. Thank you, Lord, to make us right with the Lord. The only way to be made right with God is through faith in Jesus Christ and his, his blood, his body. It says it is the blood given in exchange for a life that makes purification possible. And this is our key verse here, chapter, chapter 17, verse 11, talking about there is life in the blood. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The Amplified says, for the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement by reason of the life which it represents. The Good News translation says, the life of every living thing is in the blood. And that is why the Lord has commanded that all blood be poured out on the altar to take away the people's sins. Blood, which is life, takes away sins. Praise God. It's not being a good person. It's not necessarily knowing the Bible and reading scriptures, but it's the blood of Jesus that gives us access to God's presence. Thank you, Lord. The NIV says, for the life of a creature is in the blood, and I have given it to you to make atonement for yourselves on the altar 
It is the blood that makes atonement for one life. The New Living Translation we've read, for the life of the body is in the blood, and I have given you the blood. Listen, y'all hear what I'm talking about this morning? The blood on the altar to purify you. Thank you, Lord. To cleanse you, to heal you, to deliver you, making you right with the Lord. It is the blood given in exchange for light that makes purification possible. Praise the Lord for the reading of his word. There's life in the blood. In the Old Testament, we find out there's some restrictions and limitations placed on the people of God. It says that they are not to eat the blood. Hallelujah. This is stated in Leviticus 3 and 17. It says it shall be a perpetual statute for your generations throughout all dwellings that you neither eat fat nor blood. Leviticus 7, 26 through 27 says no matter where you live, you must never consume the blood of an animal or bird. And anyone that consumes blood will be cut off from the community. Listen, God has a purpose in showing us these important pictures and illustrations of what it means when we are cut off from the community of God. It's not time to be cut off, but it's time to experience the life that he brings and the life that he gives. Somebody say amen. The separation that caused us to get away from the life that God has purposed and destined for us to have is sin. And sin needs a remedy. And the remedy that God has for sin is faith in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. The forfeiting of life could only be removed by a sacrifice in which the victim and the offerer became identified. This which was appointed in the typical offerings of Israel received its full accomplishment in the voluntary giving and sacrifice of Jesus. The shedding of blood in the language of Scripture involves the taking or the giving of the life. And since Christ had no sin of his own to die for, his death was voluntary and in the place for us, for me, for you. And so we need the blood of Jesus. We need his atonement so that we can come in the fellowship with God. Thank you, Lord. There's an exchange that has to take place. The things that we used to do, amen, we can't keep doing them. We've got to allow God to change and transform our heart, our mind, and our life. Somebody say amen. Amen. This is the problem many of us have and many of us struggle with is we know and we identify ourselves with Jesus, but there's no difference in our thought life. There's no difference in our heart. There's no change in our behavior. And we live like everyone else. But the Lord says that there's a pattern and there's a way that I have set, and I want everyone to experience the fellowship that comes with being in relationship with me. 
But you've got to do it my way. And you've got to receive and believe this message, this good news, which is the gospel, that there's a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. And so oftentimes we go to funerals and we go to memorial services and we celebrate lives and we recognize the passing and the passage of folk. But sometimes we find it difficult and hard to find stuff to say because the fruit of that person's life does not line up with the preaching and the teaching of the word of God. And I submit to you that there is a way that God has that's perfect, that's sure, that's pure, that's right. And it doesn't come through our religion and our tradition. It doesn't come from our outward appearance. It doesn't come from our good works and good deeds, but it comes from the commitment and the ministry of Jesus who died for our sins so that we could be purified from unrighteousness. Thank you, Lord. And we can be reunited, but we've got to go through this exchange of blood. Now, in medical science, they use blood and they understand the importance of blood because it's the blood that carries life to every other organ in the body. It's the blood that is infused with the oxygen that is the wind, that is the, the life that we need to sustain us so that we can breathe, so we can move. And sometimes there are situations where there's injury, there's hurt, and there's blood loss, or there's disease, and a blood transfusion is necessary to bring forth healing to the body. And I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ was the first blood transfusion, amen, that God set, amen, that he would send into the world to deal with our illness and our disease called sin. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. He said that I give my blood, and we understand that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. That word remission is used often talking about cancer and that disease and how it attacks the cellular structure of the body and causes things to abnormally amplify and to cause things to grow and cause things to begin to die and come out of alignment of what should be. But Jesus says that I come to sin in the spirit your sins into remission. So where the, 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 the thing that is attacking you, that is causing your spirit not to grow, your spirit not to flourish, your spirit not to receive the life that I give, it is washed away and it is erased because my blood is the lamb, it's the sacrifice that God talks about. It's the, the word and it's the thing that God uses to bring us back to him. Blood is not merely a means of atonement, but it's the means of atonement. It was the only way God required the blood atonement for the forgiveness of sins. The animal was to die for a substitute 
for the sinner, but this animal was not enough. Jesus Christ, a human being, came in the form of man, and he died for us so that we could be atoned of our sin. That word atonement means the reconciliation of God and man through Jesus Christ, the reparation for wrong, our injury. The way to God is through his son. By following this path or this passageway, we get access to the Father God. There's many this morning I'm preaching to that feel like you've been cut off from the community. You've been cut off in relationship. You've been cut off in your ability. You've been cut off in your spirit. And the Lord says, I want you to receive the life that is in the blood of Jesus. Listen, I don't want you to live in a place of despair. I don't want you to live in a state of confusion. I want you to receive the life that I give you and come into fellowship with the Father. Listen, we have access to the spirit of truth. We receive the fullness of life, a soul kept alive by the spirit and power of God. And when the believer identifies with Jesus in his death, we receive life through his resurrection and enjoy a conscious, eternal fellowship with God. Why do we need access to God? Because without him, we are walking zombies spiritually. We are dead. Listen, we need access to God in order to experience the fullness of life. Listen, John had it right. He said, that Jesus, in John 1 and 4, the Word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. God is life. Listen, write that down. God is life. In him there is no death. In him there is no darkness. He is light. Hallelujah. But death came through sin, and sin is rebellion against God. And Romans 5 and 12 says, Wherefore, by one man's sin entered into the world, that being the first man, Adam, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. We read it in another passage of Scripture in Romans where it says, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but the grace of God have appeared unto all men. Thank you, Lord. We understand that as a sinner, one is born into sin, and we automatically forfeit the life of God. How do we get our life back? How do we get life back? First, Second Corinthians 5 and 21 says, For God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. He who knew no sin became sin so that we could become his righteousness. Thank you, Lord. We 
are born into sin. Psalm 51 and 5 says, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Romans 3 and 23, I've read this already. For all have sinned and come short into the glory of God. Hebrews 4 and 15 says, For we do not have a high priest who does not sympathize with our weakness, but one who has been tempted in all things, yet without sin. Jesus Christ is our sacrificial lamb. John said, Behold the Son of God, the Lamb of God, which comes to take away the sins of the world. There is life in the blood of Jesus this morning. Anybody believe that? Anybody need that? Anybody need that life? Anybody need that strength that we're talking about this morning? Psalm 91 and 16, I will reward them with long life and give them my salvation. The Lord wants us to be saved. Listen, there's a lot of stuff. Amen. There's a lot of folk, amen, that are living any kind of way. And that's why is it? Amen. You can be a preacher. You can be a teacher. You can have Bible degrees and you can have a spiritual pedigree. But if you have not really been killed, amen, in the spirit, if you not have not let self die, if you have not let sin, amen, no longer have its rule and control over your life, if you are not walking in fellowship with Jesus Christ, if you are not staying firm in the way, then you're not saved. Y'all don't want to help me this morning. Listen, we need to stop playing patty cake with folk. Amen. We need to stop giving people a false hope and security. Listen, eternity and hell is real, but it was not a place for you. There's life in the blood. There's life in Jesus Christ. And it's a time for us in our world to repent and to come to the one who is the life giver who is the life bringer, thank you, Lord, who is the light bringer, thank you, Lord, who is the one that causes death's grip to be loosened off of our soul. Listen, you say, preacher, why is it that the body dies? Because we came from death's dust and dust we will return, but our spirit will never die. Our spirit will live on forever, amen, but we won't live on forever in his presence if we have not been washed and cleansed and if we don't stay in the life-giving blood of Jesus Christ. There is life in the blood. Thank you, Lord. There's power in the blood, amen. It's that power to loose and break sin's grip off of us. It's that power Amen. That cleanses us from everything that's wrong. It's that power. It's that blood that comes into the body, which is the church, and causes us to be, amen, a, a body and a unit and an army that is solid, amen, that cannot be killed and our spirit cannot die because we have received and been grafted in through the union of the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Anybody blood washed this morning? Anybody blood bought this morning? Anybody running on fumes this morning? Anybody feel empty this morning? I want you to know there is life in the blood of Jesus. What life are we talking about? It's in the word of God. We get that word, amen, in the New Testament is Zoe, amen. We preached about it over the summer, that real and genuine, that active and vigorous devotion to God, blessed even in the portion of this world, those who put their trust in Christ, 
amen, we receive access to new information and revelation and knowledge which helps us to be in perfect union with the Father and that we will last forever. He comes to give us this Zoe life. Thank you, Lord. And it's in his blood. It's in his son, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We have to have a spiritual encounter with God. This blood transfusion we need is not a physical exchange, but it's a spiritual exchange. We need to apply the blood of Jesus to our everyday life. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, For if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Come on, what's wrong with you this morning? How come it is it that sometimes us as people, as men and women of God, how come sometimes we are miserable? How come sometimes we are never satisfied? How some sometimes we walk and we look pitiful and we are sorrowful? Listen, sometimes, yes, God puts us in a place of repentance and prayer and ashes, but at the end of the day, we need to stand firm and know that we have life in him. And if this, in this natural life, you don't have everything that you need. You may not have the car that you want. You may not live in the house that you want. You may not make the money that you want but the life is in the blood of Jesus all of this other stuff is grass it's just temporary it will pass away the word says heaven and earth will pass away but my word will be forever there's life in the blood there's life in Jesus Christ and we understand that the word is God Jesus is the word made flesh that dwelt among us and we need to be in him because there is life in the blood. Thank you, Lord. Many death is trying to creep up on you, but it's not the physical death. Amen. That amen is where people who have been in the mortuary are. It's a spiritual death. It's a spiritual disconnection from God. And listen, it's time for us to get our life back. And the only way we get it back is not by reading inspirational books and quoting things that are positive. It's through repentance. It's through faith in the blood of Jesus and recognizing him not just as a historical figure because history doesn't deny Jesus coming, but that looks at his death and looks at his burial and his resurrection that he got up from death because death could not hold him down because he was given victory and authority over it because he is life. He gives life. He breathes life. And he wants you to experience the abundant life. What did he say in John 10 and 10? I come that you might have what? Life and have it more abundantly. And where does the life come from? It comes through the blood of Jesus. Somebody say that this morning. The blood of Jesus. Listen, he's trying to take your spirit life, your prayer life, your praise life, your life that's been prepared, your life that's been positioned before Christ. And it's time for you, amen, to grab hold of this information and use the blood of Jesus in every area of your life and call upon the blood of Jesus, amen, to be applied against everything that's coming to suck and take the life, the breath that God has given you. Somebody say the blood of Jesus this morning. I want you to know today that the serpent is busy. Satan, Lucifer, he's raging. He is looking. He is taking, amen, his precious time trying to take your life away. Listen, he wants 
wants you, amen, to die where you are and not experience the abundance of God's mercy, his peace, and his grace. But listen, it's time for you, amen, to rise up and stand in the authority of Jesus Christ and say the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, because there's life in the blood. Anybody got some dead things that you're dealing with? You're looking at, amen, your situation on your job. You're looking at your situation in your home. You're looking at the situation that you've got from the doctor. You're looking at the situation that you've got from the lawyer and all you see is a report that is negative. All you see is something that is wrapped and covered with death. There's something that is trying to take the peace and rob you of your joy. Listen, the blood of Jesus, there's life in it. Amen. There's life in him. Amen. And don't go away from him. Don't leave this way. Amen. And don't fool yourself that going through the motions and coming the church is enough that's going to save you. It's not what saves you. It's not what keeps you. It's the blood of Jesus that cleanses us and makes us right before God. It's not our collar. It's not our robes. It's not our spiritual pedigree. It's not the shine on our shoes. It's not the hat. It's not the white dress. Help me, Holy Ghost. Listen, it's the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from unrighteousness. It's not our trying to be good and do good. Anybody ever tried the best you could to be nice? Amen. To help folk. Amen. You just get slapped in the face. Amen. You get insulted and assaulted. Listen, don't you let your flesh get up this morning. Amen. Let your spirit rise this morning. Let the blood of Jesus cover you this morning. Let him keep you. Let him keep you. Let him draw you in closer to the Father. Amen. God wants you to have access to the spirit that he gives, the spirit that he brings. He wants us to stay in connection with him and follow the thing that he has commanded. Amen. There is a very prominent, amen, figure that says there are many paths to God. The devil is a liar. Jesus said, I am the way. Y'all don't want to say nothing. I'm the truth. I am the life. And no man cometh to the Father but by me. It's not Muhammad. It's not Confucius. It's not Buddha. It's not Apollo. It's not Apollos. Listen, it's Jesus. Listen, it's not, amen, the Greek God or the, the Arabian God, but it's God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of Abraham, the seed of Jesse, the root of David. It's Jesus. It's his blood. It's his birth. It's his death. I don't care whether the mortar died. Listen, Stephen was righteous and devoted, but he wasn't without sin. He was stoned for doing the righteousness of God, but he wasn't the lamb that was without sin. It was Jesus, amen, that hung on the cross for our sins, that died on Calvary, that coming back again one day, and he's looking at you, and he's looking at me, and sometimes what he sees is dirty dress, a dirty shoe, but he says, I'm coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. Y'all don't hear me, saints. Jesus Christ, he's getting ready, and he's coming back, and he's getting ready for us. A great day who shall be able to stand. There is life in the blood of Jesus. Listen, it's not our crosses. It's not our cathedrals. It's not our beautiful sanctuaries. It's the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from 
unrighteousness. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Anybody know there's life in the blood. There's life in him. There's life in him. And we need to come. And we need to stay. We need to grow. We need to walk in faith. Thank you, Lord. There's no other way. There's no other way. Jesus is the way. Come on, it's not being a Democrat or a Republican. Come on, it's not being an independent. Listen, it's being saved. Thank you, Holy Ghost. There's life in the blood of Jesus. There's life in the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm done preaching this morning. I know I didn't scream, I didn't holler, I didn't dance, I didn't shout. I've given you the simplicity of the gospel, amen. It's that the blood of Jesus, there is life in it, and there's life in him, and there will be life in you when you come to him, amen, when you live in him. Thank you, Lord. When you walk with him, thank you, Lord. Many man be in Christ, he's a new creature, Old things have passed away. All things become new. The Lord says, I want to do, and I'm going to do, a new thing in you, a new thing in my church where Jesus is the center of attention. He's the center focus. He is the attraction. It's no longer your celebrity preachers. Listen, there's some of these mega places and mega ministries. Hey, man, we're going to see them disappear. You're going to look and you're going to wait and you're going to wonder what happened to this person, what happened to that church. Hey, Amen. Jesus says, I want to be the focus. I want to be the center of attention. It's my blood that cleanses you. It's my blood that heals you, that delivers you. It's not the one, amen, with the gift, amen, but I'm the one that gives the gift. I I'm the one that brings forth life. I'm the one that brings forth goodness. I'm the one that brings forth peace. Eternal hope and joy and glory is in me. Is anybody ready for this exchange? Listen, it's already been done. It's already taken place, but we've departed. We have walked away. We have moved to the other side of the car, and it's time for us to come back to him. It's time for us to come back to the altar. It's time for us to prepare a place for God, for us to meet him, for us to receive him, to Stop coming in here bringing our baggage, but to bring it to the altar and allow it to be killed. Amen. Allow God to deal with the sin that's on the inside of our heart. Thank you, Lord. There's forgiveness in him. Thank you, Lord. There's healing in him. And we've got to preach it. We've got to teach it. We've got to live it. Thank you, Lord. There's life in the blood. There's life in the blood. What can wash away my sins? Nothing blood, the blood of Jesus. There's some stuff some of us have done. There's some places some of us are gone. We can't forget it. But listen, I want you to know that he can, that he will. Hallelujah. There's life in the blood to cleanse us, to heal us, to deliver us, to bring us back in the fellowship with Christ. Thank you, Lord. There's life in his blood. There's power in his blood. Thank you, Lord. 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 Come on, I'll exchange it. Come on, I'm going to exchange it. My shortcomings, my failures, I'm exchanging it. My background, my baggage for the blood of Jesus. It was poured out for me. It was poured out for you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. He said, don't eat it because <laughs> there's life in it. Listen, 
Amen. When we take communion, when we take the, the, the juice, the element, it represents and symbolizes the blood. We don't eat the blood, we drink it. Thank you, Lord. Amen. He says, as often as you eat it and you drink it, do it in remembrance of me because it's me. I'm the sacrifice. I'm the one that brought you back in the fellowship with God, and I'm the one that keeps you saved. Thank you, Lord.